You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Glad you're with us today. Our topic today is on office socializing and when too much is harmful to workplace productivity. Unless you've worked from home or have lived in a bubble all your life, this is a topic that has affected all of us one time or another. There are opposing views on how socializing impacts the office environment. Some say we need it, others not so much. Where's the fine line? Hey, Heidi Bird's back with me today to lend some insight on the topic. Welcome back, Heidi. Hi, Klauser. Nice to be back. Yeah, it's uh, spring. Spring has sprung. Has it? Yes. <laughs> so how's the weather where you're at? Showery, then sunny, then showery, so perhaps spring-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's probably true of most places in America anyway, unless you live in the, in the deep south or whatever. But, hey, so uh, interesting topic, Heidi. Uh, have you ever been in a situation where someone's out of control with uh, non-business conversations uh, in the office? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's not you. <laughs> no, hopefully not. <laughs> Uh, I think if anyone's worked in an office environment at one time or another, you're going to have situations where this arises, um, where there are just people who can't stop talking or want to socialize a lot. And it's a really great sort of topic you're bringing up because for those who have work to do or feel like they are inclined or have to sit around and talk to somebody who is kind of wasting more time than they would like, it could be a little bit awkward. Mm-hmm. Well, and we uh, get to get to your point there in a moment on uh, how we deal with those type of people. But uh, so uh, in your opinion, um, or what's your opinion on whether it's a catalyst or a distraction, or can it be both? Or, you know, uh, we are human beings, you know? We are. So um, this is the month where... You know, March Madness is here, and so I know that a lot of things get talked about in the office situation where, you know, are people wasting time talking about games or, uh, you know, this is more of a time of year where the water cooler conversation is is bigger, perhaps, because people want to talk about things. And, you know, if you're uh, more inclined to talk and socialize, then, you know, maybe it goes on for a little bit longer than it needs to normally. Um, but, you know, in a lot of office spaces, that's uh, encouraged because it, you know, fosters conversation among people who may not talk to each other. So you may have, like, various departments within your organization or various sectors within your business that really don't talk very often. And so if you're bringing them together by offering, like, an office pool or just sports is bringing people together or Whatever the topic of the day may be, I'm just bringing that up because it's March, but, um, you know, whatever the topic is, it can be really helpful for an organization to actually get people to talk to each other when they otherwise wouldn't. Um, I don't know if you agree with that, but perhaps you've had... Uh, Well, I mean, uh, you know, in the context of what we're talking about today is uh, office chatter, that type of stuff, uh, you know, when it becomes too much... uh, you know, when is it too much? You know, I don't, really don't have an answer to that. Uh, I've got some I've got some ideas, on, you know, based upon experience or whatever. But um, I guess it depends on how that water cool cooler conversations that you're talking about, just uh, what it lends to productivity after those people have, uh, you know, 
spent 20 minutes talking about the bracket and how it's busted and all that kind of stuff and how their team lost got cheated by the referees probably but no but how's that all lend <laughs> lend itself to uh you know I, I i get the gist of what you're saying is hey you want your people talking to one another knowing each other whatever but it, you know at what point uh does that become just uh you know socializing versus uh contributing to the uh to the companies. Um. Yeah. And I think for some people, um, maybe if you first just start out at a company and, you know, March madness aside, if you have something like, you know, breakfast Fridays or, um, you know, I work at a place now where there's bagel Wednesdays. So it's one of those things where, you know, if you happen to be down in the kitchen area and um, just breaking some morning bread with people and you say hi, there's also a really big puzzle down there. So if you want to, it takes forever to make a bagel toast in the toaster sometimes. So those like three minutes that it takes, if you're looking at a puzzle and kind of sharing that with someone and more often than not, I always try and tip the conversation. If that's me down there towards somebody I've never met before who I can just say, oh, great, well, I meant to meet you. You know, I'm in this department, and we're going to be working together because, you know, keeping it relevant, I guess, is if you can keep that conversation relevant to business and bring it back to business, I think for me that's always a good thing, and I don't feel like it's time wasted. Mm -hmm. But you're right, if all we did was sit down there like it was a sports bar and talk about our busted brackets, then that would not be a very productive well but let's uh, let's take that uh, conver- let's take those conversations out of the uh, arena that you've put them in and now let's say we're in a uh, office that has maybe cubicles you know we all most of us li- uh, work in uh, open office areas so now let's say you've got those conversations going on around your cubicle so um, a different tent there from you you know Absolutely. So the environment that I just talked about was in the communal kitchen area, which most offices have. And I, sorry yeah. to interrupt, but because your cohorts that are down in the communal kitchen or whatever, however, however you want to refer to it, they're not working. Right. So that's more of a break area <laughs> yeah. where everyone knows it's okay to talk about things like that or while you're filling up your cup of coffee or getting your tea and toasting your bagel, then you can relax for a few minutes and things can be social. Um, I still like to sort of get to know people though, for what they do and figuring out who works in what area (laughs) within the company. But, um, it is, you're exactly correct. Clouser, the, um, office environment though, in an open office environment, which is most, I think most offices currently have the op, the, open design for most people, most employees. Um, It is extraordinarily distracting. I've worked in many, many um, organizations that have that open space, and um, it's really hard to concentrate when people are talking, talking, talking about personal lives and other things um, loudly or even softly. It's still a distraction. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So uh, you've... uh you have a background in research, so, uh, and I know you've done some study on this, so what does your research uh, tell you as far as what the uh, impact to a company may be or to, to business in general? Yeah, so there's a lot of um, monetized studies that happen around things like March Madness or even now um, 
There are some newer studies uh, showing that people actually not even talking with their colleagues, but just being on their own devices and being on social media actually lose productivity throughout the day. Um, But to stick with our conversation about, um, you know, socializing and loudness within office space, um, Gallup did some studies about this, and MIT did as well. And some of them are a little bit um, contradictory to one another. So at one point, Gallup was saying that, you know, most people in office spaces tend to think that it builds camaraderie, depending on the sector. So if you worked in an environment where collaboration wasn't necessarily fostered as much and, you know, you were kind of working in these little silos, being able to actually talk to people throughout your day made you feel more connected to the organization, made you feel like you had a more sort of powerful um, connection to the mission of the business. And so that can be really helpful, just having conversations, if that is not a normal thing. Um, On the opposite end of that spectrum, I know that um, MIT has done some studies saying that, eh, well, it's it and others, not just calling that one out, but others saying it is a huge distraction and that there are, you know, just people or employees in general who can be really time wasters within an organization and actually pull time away from other key employees trying to do their jobs. Um, and that's, I think, a real problem, especially if you're a business owner. How do you mitigate the two or balance the two where you want to foster collaboration and you know collegial relationships within your your business so that everyone gets to know each other and care about each other and work together but at the same time not overkill where it's like all right, now we're all best friends and all we do is sit around and gossip all day long. Yeah. Well, there's sometimes I think that uh, people come to work, that's where that's where they get their uh, have their social time is you know i don't know what they do when they're not at work but uh but it seems like that's that's the place they come to find the conversations and talk about what they're doing and have done and whatever but so so if you're uh, look let's look at it from two two perspectives let's look at it from a coworker perspective and then let's look at it from you know a manager or a owner's perspective so if you're a coworker and you've got uh Tammy Tucker, you know, that's in your office, you know, and uh, she just wants to go at it all day about stuff and there isn't anything that she doesn't have an opinion on or couldn't talk about or whatever. And you're, you're sitting over there uh, in your cubicle trying to work, you know, and uh, this might relate to a podcast we had before about whether it's good to wear uh, headphones, headphones or uh, at the office. But so you're, uh, you're the other person over there trying to, uh, get some work done what's your uh, strategy or tactic on uh, shutting down uh... well um, there are a couple of tactics one um, it can be really intimidating I will say first of all you don't want to be the person who's the kind of like woe is me you guys please shut up or you know at one point I worked in a place where I was kind of like you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Please stop talking. (laughs) Um, But you have to say it in a kind way. But at the same time, you know, you don't want to be the nag who has to say that all of the time. So I think that just 
by saying, hey, guys, I've got some really important deliverables going on. Can you please, you know, just be a little bit quieter or maybe suggesting they move into if you've got a break room or a coffee area or something like that, um, just, you know, proposing a new shared space that they know that they can go to that's appropriate for mm-hmm. that. I think that's a really good idea. Um, do, you find, do you find it uh, easy or hard to tell a coworker that, hey, I'm, you know, I'm in the middle of something here. I've got to have this done. You know, it's not that I'm not interested in what you're trying to talk about, but, you know, can we talk about this after work or, you know, at lunch hour or whatever? you find it difficult to do that? I think I did when I was younger, um, but I had a day, um, well, I'm not going to say when it was, but recently where I literally had to say to a colleague, um, to two colleagues who were right outside my office, who were talking very loudly in the hallway, I put someone on hold and said, hey, I have a prime minister from another country on the phone. Do you guys mind moving your conversation elsewhere? And giving them a look that was basically like, hey, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you need to go somewhere else pretty quickly. So I think it kind of depends on um, how comfortable you are around your colleagues and how intense you want to be and maybe the level that you have to say that. But I think that there's always a kind, respectful way of saying it, no matter what your level, that just is sort of like, hey, please, you know, you know, all you have to do is say it nicely, yeah. and I, that should be respected. But you do have to have the gumption to say it. So maybe even practicing saying, hey, if you don't mind, could you guys move your conversation somewhere else? But, but at the same time, you have, to be re- you have to be consistent with your behaviors, too, because you can't be the one that when you have work to do, you don't want to be bothered. But then when maybe you have a little slack a- in your uh, time – don't be the one that goes over and uh, interrupts the other person either. So That's exactly correct. So I think, um, you know, one thing that is uh, especially important is being self-aware. So if you are going to be telling other people or asking other people to be kind and respectful of your space, you sure better well be very respectful of your colleagues' spaces. And, you know, just knowing how long is too long to linger within somebody else's office space Mm -hmm. or, you know, um, you'll have to gauge your own situation. But, you know, in general, you'll know if people feel stressed out or they don't have time or you know that they've got deadlines or something going on. But, um, yeah, you don't want to be that one person who only looks out for what they're doing and then you're also being really disrespectful of your colleagues Mm -hmm. so let's change our seats now let's so let's say you're um, a manager and you're uh, responsible for you know the office area and you've got the same situation so uh, any any tips off the top of your head about what you would do if you were managing those to uh, work with those people Yeah, well, I worked for an organization for a while that um, was training people in sort of HR areas, um, and uh, I had several situations arise where I would have HR come to me, and several of the interns that we had for the summer were being really, really chatty. You know, interns get all giddy, and they love their jobs, and sometimes they 
go around the office and just chat with people and catch up on their weekends, but some are more social than others. And so HR came to me and said, Hey, you know, can you please ask some of your staff to, you know, just be more aware of the time that they're taking and it's being noticed by other people, especially senior staffers. Um, so I've had that happen before mm-hmm. and that's always a fine, I have no problem managing that. Or sometimes other people at my level would come to me and say a couple of your, you know, we had um, two interns who were in the communications department who were really just chatty because they love talking to people. So, and even if it was talking about almost job related duties, but it then sort of was crossing the line between social and, and not, you mm-hmm. know, and job. So um, I think that managers from that standpoint, you should never feel afraid to talk to people about um you know, what they're doing in the office that may be slightly offensive to other people. But the way that you couch it is that, hey, you know what? And this is something that I had to say to a couple of people once was, I love your energy. I love the passion that you have for your job. I love that you love people, that you're invested in the people who work around you because literally, I mean, they all loved each other. And so it was a really nice, you know, thing to see them making connections. And, but I've had to say before, you know, Hey, um, let's make sure because we're a shared office space, we all have a a giant floor, tons of cubes, everyone can hear conversations. So sometimes when there are other colleagues on the phone, please be respectful of that. And, you know, if there's anything you want to save, do it at Starbucks, your lunch hour, happy hour, go have fun together. Um, but you know, you've got to be ready to say that because. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's important first of all to, uh, uh, you know, you take the, the, the employee that you have, um, maybe the problem with the talking or, you know, maybe, maybe being loud or whatever, but I, I think it's important that you take that employee aside and bring the matter to their attention. You know, sometimes they may not even be aware that they're, uh, taking as, as much time or, uh, you know, being disruptive as they are, you know, and said, you know, give them, you know, um, you know, uh, an opportunity to improve on that. And if it doesn't improve, then, you know, you may have to do, you know, some other disciplinary actions, but it's, I think it's important to point out to them that, Hey, not only are you taking away from your own productivity time, you know, you're getting into the, in someone else's area and, uh, you know, it's affecting, um, uh, you know, you know, work. And then in any, as in any situation, it's always good to give them, uh, here's a couple of examples or here's some times that, you know, I, you know, uh, that this has happened and, and why it's been brought to my attention or maybe, you know, as a manager, you've observed it itself. I mean, you know, it's back to what you were saying earlier, you know, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to quench someone's, uh, uh, you know, personality, so to speak, or their uh, social behavior, uh, you know, totally. But, you know, the, it is a kind of a delicate thing that, uh, you know. Well, there's a time and a place. And they need to, you know, if you're helping guide them from a managerial perspective, you should never be afraid to say, hey, I appreciate, you know, all the work you do around here. But, you know, we need to, you know, make sure that you're on task and doing your job too at the same time because mm-hmm. I mean the last thing you want is other colleagues in the office thinking that it's okay 
to just kind of what they would consider mess around. I mean, well, and I think that's the, I was going to, the other thing I was going to say too, as a, you know, owner manager, it's very important that you set the right example because you can't come in and be disruptive yourself and, you know, break in on things and whatever, and then not expect that those who, uh, report to you our our uh, employees of the company wouldn't do the, you know do the same thing hey well you know if joe does it then must be okay i can do it you know and absolutely which actually is a great thing because that taught me very early on in my managerial career that if i had to have those conversations with those people i actually made me check every single thing i did every day <laughs> so i would come into the office and <laughs> I loved the woman who worked our front desk, and um, I would say, "Good morning, Miss Cherry. How are you?" And and but made sure that I was never too loud, and too or stayed there too long, even though I loved her so much and seeing her every day. Um, but as soon as you have to tell someone else to be respectful of the whole office, it really changes your own attitude. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're uh, out of time for today, Heidi. Uh, so any any last thoughts there? Or? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, just make maybe, well, I'd like to know maybe your few takeaways. I feel like I've done a lot of talking today, but I think for me it's just, you know, be self-aware, um, and that helps, and then not be afraid to help course correct people who may not be so respectful in the office yeah. all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I'll speak from... Uh, owner manager perspective you know uh, my uh, thought has always been hey if your work is done and everything's caught up there's no issues outstanding and you know and as long as we're not bothering somebody else you know i really don't have a you know problem with it but unfortunately human behavior is is that we talk and then we don't get our work done and then we interfere with somebody else and then you're you know, you're uh, putting out fires or whatever. Uh, so, you know, my my thought is, hey, everyone has to be personal, personally responsible to stay focused, okay? I mean, that's number one. And get our work done, you know. And, you know, uh, we, ha- we all have work to do, but it doesn't mean that it can't be enjoyable, you know, as well. And then uh, maybe lastly is let other others do their job but we are we all are human beings there's a social aspect uh to us you know we all either some of us talk a lot and and then there's others you gotta you know you know use a a backhoe to dig something out of them you know to get them to talk (laughs) to get them to talk to you so uh but uh but anyway that would be my that would be my thoughts on it but there's just a lot of times uh that i've seen i've asked from a management standpoint, a manager standpoint, you know, is something done or whatever, and there's always an excuse that it's not done. And then you walk through the office, and the person that you asked the question of is over there, you know, just, you know, talking away about something, and then you see it again later in the day. So then so then you have to, you know, ask the question again, and you know, and take care of it. But, What's uh, more important, taking care of business or chatting (laughs) exactly (laughs) hey well we're out of time today just a reminder that uh, and i hope this uh conversation has been helpful to you maybe you can uh, take one or two things away from it and apply it to your own office whether you're the talker or you're the one being interrupted or maybe you're that manager or uh, business owner and uh, just need some insights on how to deal with things like this but uh, anyway 
Thanks for being with us today. Just as a reminder, you can find us on iTunes, TuneIn, Podbean, Stitcher, and always at KlauserOnBusiness.com. All for now, you've been listening to Klauser on Business.